1: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening, enjoy the podcast, and stay safe.
2: Hey! Everyone and welcome to another episode of Little Legends Podcast. I am your host, Blevins, and uh, I'm flying solo today. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Boop is not able to make it to this episode, um, but no worries. Um, he will hopefully be back next week and uh, we'll be back uh, to normal, but um, unfortunately, not able to make it this week. So the show must go on. Um, I am, uh, it's just gonna be me, and I think this is the first solo episode I've done. I usually don't like doing solo episodes that often, uh, because I talk to myself during the week enough. (laughs) I like to have another person on the line, but not a problem, um, and also, who, if I, I already know the jokes that are coming. I don't have anyone to annoy with my stupid jokes, except for you guys, but I don't get to see you live reacting, so it doesn't really work out as well, um, but, uh, so probably if I had to guess going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. So I apologize in advance, uh, for everyone who is hoping hoping for the normal hour long show, I doubt it's going to be that long. Cause I'm going to save a lot of the deep dive topics, um, for following weeks. Um, so we can really use this, uh, you know, use this as a, uh, sort of a, uh, a, a take a breath episode, a, uh, uh, a little bit more of a housekeeping episode than uh, anything. But uh, speaking of housekeeping, of course, we are a prediction esports podcast. B-R-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N esports uh, podcast. Make sure you are following and subscribing to that feed on iTunes and Spotify. It really does help us out. Every single one uh, that does uh, every, every single uh, sub, sub there really does help. To that feed, as well as the normal, uh, the regular Little Legends feed on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere that you can find podcasts. Um, I think literally everywhere. If you search for Team Fight Tactics, we show up. Um, so that helps. And, and guys, if you haven't already, I know we, we pushed for it very early on and haven't in a while, but I just wanted to remind everyone that, uh, iTunes reviews, uh, I, think there might be Spotify reviews anything anything whether it's a star rating whether it's a written review I I actually do mean this it it, it really does help Um, so if you can take a minute and leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or whatever um, you know podcast app that you're using it really does help Uh, I, I don't know how all the algorithms and whatnot work but I know each one does help a ton so if you could take a second to do that Uh, It would really uh, mean a lot to us. Um, If you want other ways to support us, we do still have the Patreon up. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash little legends podcast. We've got some uh, some cool tiers there. Um, I'm probably Boop and I are probably going to go through and and update those and update, uh, you know, the the rewards and whatnot and and just give it sort of a once over. Um, But, um, you know, that does help us out, of course, as well. Uh, if you want, you can also, um, go to, uh, you can, you can buy a shirt from us. We do have the ready for battle shirts. Um, and there is a link on our Twitter as well as in the discord. If you want, I can send you the link there. Um, it's designed by humans. Uh, got the shirts custom made. If you haven't seen them, um, you know, folks like Sphinx and, uh, Eric Thomas, both have one. I think there's a couple others floating out there. I, I wear it from time to time. If you want the ready for battle Jinx shirt, uh, you can you can pick that up. I know I've talked about getting another shirt done. Um, it's really more of a just need to have a stroke of inspiration, uh, and reach out to my uh folks to get that made. I make I, I think I I just need to make a Little Legends podcast the logo with Boop and I on it. Uh, that. So if you want one of those. Uh, maybe we one we'll get that made as well. Um, guys, of course, game night uh, still going on. The, although this game night might not this week's game night. Uh, I I said this last week, and I ended up going to game night anyway. But this week's game night, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Um, I believe. Oh, well, it's not confirmed yet, so. Take it with a grain of salt, but I'm just preparing you for the possibility I might not make it. I might be casting an event on Friday for Legends of Runeterra. I'm not sure yet, uh, 100% though, um, but regardless, be ready. I might not be a Game Night. Now, I said this last week, but it ended up happening anyway. I ended up being there, but that just because I'm not there doesn't mean you guys can't use the Discord. Discord.me slash Legends Podcast. The game night's going to happen whether I'm there, whether Poop's there. It doesn't matter. The game night crowd is there. It's super fun. Um, You know, with or without the stream doesn't really the stream doesn't really add anything to the game night for the people playing. So um, I know there's going to be a core group of people there. We have a lot of fun. It's really great, especially if you're new to the community, if you're new to the game um you know we usually i mean we have very very good players in the lobby but we also have a lot of newer players a lot of um and and players who just have fun i I will play with anyone i don't care what rank they are they can be top five on the ladder they can be iron 15 i don't care um we just try to have fun and mess around and and have a good time so discord.me slash little legends podcast on friday nine eastern is around when everyone gets there uh, goes for a few hours and until people just, um, you know, are said, hey, we've had enough games, but uh, definitely make sure you're there. And. Uh, if it's your first time, let us know, um, you can just jump right in and uh, we'll get we'll get you going for sure. Um, and even if you don't want to play in game night, if you just want to hang out, have a good time, post your comps that you're thinking about, talk about the new units, talk about the new patch, anything that's going on in the TFT community. It's a good place to go. Again, discord.me slash little legends podcast, but talk a little bit about my week in TFT. As I mentioned uh, before, both myself and Boop were casting uh, the, uh, cruise arena invitational for TFT. That happened. Uh, A lot of little legends podcast community members were in that event. Uh, many of them made the finals, including Sphinx, Eric Thomas, and professor TFT. Um, I think, Oh, and, and, uh, uh, Riska, who's been on the show, uh, and some other folks as well. Uh, we're in the tournament. I know wonder mellow and, uh, mad hatter were there as well. And I'm going to stop naming people until, I, because I know i am going to forget people. I don't remember everyone who was in the tournament, but it was a really cool tournament. Um, short, sweet to the point. Uh, I think that there's, uh, you know, this tournament for me, um, really showcased the flexibility and what it, uh, competitive team fight tactics event can be we don't need to have um you know a standard like grand prix level magic the gathering event that's eight hours on day one cut to top you know whatever and and go to day two and play another eight to ten hours doesn't need to be that you can have a nice wrapped up competitive um you know event with a with a nice little bow on top in a couple hours You know, three, four hours uh, and a a champion is crowned. And what that makes me think, uh, and this, I guess, will be a little bit of a deep dive or less of a deep dive and more of a thinking out loud. um, Is that, uh, you know, what it really reminded me of is almost like poker tournaments. And the way they do those is obviously if you're familiar with poker, it's probably from the World Series of Poker. That's the biggest event back in. 2003 was when it really sort of kicked off in terms of uh, the popularity in the U.S. It's been going on for decades, Uh, but 2003 was when it was on ESPN. You know, the uh, the stars were born, Chris Moneymaker, uh, all the people, you know, um, if you're into that at all. What they do so that the main event is where all the glitz and glamour happens. Uh, But the World Series of Poker is actually a series of tournaments. That go on over the course of a few weeks. And it's, uh, it's a lot of different types of events. There's, you know, bigger events, big, um, you know, entries and, and prize pools and, and whatnot. But what it reminded me of is the fact that they have what, what in the poker world they call as satellite tournaments, but what would be in the gaming world, probably referred to something as like a qualifier, and of course this will tie into uh you know what we're doing now or what we're hearing now from the uh the na qualifiers and whatnot but the satellite events are events they're one-off events and the tournament prize is essentially an entry into a bigger tournament um you know and and in poker there's sort of the inherent like money attached to it which there doesn't necessarily have to be at least in terms of like entry fee so like you'd play a satellite tournament that would win you essentially a ticket to get into a bigger prize pool tournament so like it might normally i'm just i'm making up numbers it might cost ten dollars to enter the satellite tournament and you could win a ticket into a tournament that would cost you a hundred dollars to get into something like that um or it might be you can only get into the tournament by qualifying for it, which would kind of be sort of what we are used to in the gaming world, where it's like, oh, you had to win a qualifier to get in. Um, there's only so many spots you had to qualify for it, which, of course, is what is happening in the uh, the regions now. <clears throat> which is happening in the regions now, and, of course, they announced that the... Uh, NA and SEA or S C A N A I I believe is what it's called. Uh, series that they alluded to before. Now we saw there's going to be four cups. Um, f- I believe it's four. I don't have it in front of me because I'm an idiot. Um, let me see if I can find it. But it's basically there's going to be, f- um, some number of spots that are, um, Held for ladder positions. Uh, here we go. Yes. Let's take a look here. So OC, yeah, OCE and NA join forces. Now seeing the OCENA partnership. Yes, okay. So NA qualification. The competitive cycle will begin Tuesday, May 5th, which is actually today. Players will have one week to climb until the first weekly snapshot is taken on May 12th. We'll take weekly snapshots for 11 competitive weeks ending on July 28th with each competitive week ending. Okay. Uh, players will have a, uh, will have a minimum of 10 games to play each week to earn points, uh, which will be based on their rank at the end of each week. See below for point scoring details. After 12 competitive weeks, each player will have uh, their week with the lowest points earned dropped for a total of 11 counted weeks of, of ladder play top point earners will quote earn their seat um blah 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 logistics in the event of a time... Ta- uh, logistics 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 okay so um and then the 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 point distribution is if you're in top 10 you get 60 points 11 to 25 50 26 to 50 40 points 50 to 125 100 to 210 and then 201 to 300 is 5 points. So, oh, sorry, it yeah, and then the NA scoring is um uh, basically the same. There might be a little bit of difference. But um so and then LCS uh esports or qualification events in NA on on behalf of our partners and this is of course from Riot At Cloud9 and Team Liquid, we're proud to announce two additional tournament series, each with two direct seats to the uh, OCENA finals online. Team Liquid will host the first qualification event beginning the weekend of May 16th and each following weekend through July 12th. Then, beginning on July 8th, Cloud9 will host a four-week tournament featuring 32 players with the finale on June 30th. Um, So... Basically ladder spots and um, ladder spots and two partner series uh, of tournaments. So really kind of a cool uh, way to do it. And so initial thoughts here. And again, I don't want to go too deep into this because I'm going to save. We're going to be talking again about this uh, when Boop is on the show. Uh, There also I haven't gotten a date and time confirmed, but there may be. There will be a guest uh, who we're certainly going to want the opinion from uh, and their opinion on this and their input on this is very relevant and I'll leave it at that. But uh, initial thoughts on this for me, uh, for me only again, we'll talk about this again, but um, I think first first thing you had to play 10 games in the week. Good. Very glad about this. Not that these players aren't going to be playing anyway, but what this prevents um people from doing is it prevents people from maxing out in a week where they uh are really good or where they um you know are, are feeling the meta and then not playing for weeks after or looking at the leaderboard and, and seeing that they don't need to play. You need to play ten matches a week doesn't matter you can play your 10 matches and sit and play on your smurf the rest of the time sure that's fine uh but otherwise you had to play 10 you had to you had to play your 10 matches you can tank you can get higher doesn't matter you can play more than that obviously too i like that um and then um you know we're getting uh you know the top players in the world or in the region rather are getting A lot of points, and you're getting rewarded accordingly. I don't see anything wrong with this distribution um, inherently. I mean, the difference between a top 10 finish and a top 25 finish is 10 points, and then a top 50 finish to a top 25 finish is another 10 points. Um, And then a top, I guess the biggest ranching is if you're number 51 versus 50 that's a 15 point differential i mean maybe you could change that but i'm not going to get into the deed overall it doesn't look like anything is off in terms of the points that you get it seems fine um and then so that's going to be for so the point um the point earners on ladder are going to get i believe 12 of the spots and then four of them go to the uh two go to Cloud9 event and two go to Team Liquid. I think that's how it is. So the majority of the people qualifying for the event are going to be on ladder. So one of the one of the big uh you know gripes uh, with season with set two was there was nothing competitive. Your ladder placement didn't do anything for you. It doesn't matter. Um, now it does <laughs> plain and simple very easily uh, makes sense. It matters. You're you're um, getting rewarded for top finishes. Um, Nothing looks egregious to me at first glance. So that's that's a good thing. Now I have a couple of questions um that maybe someone that might may or may not be coming on the show might be able to answer or address um how does this factor in smurfs that's the biggest thing can delicious milk or whoever you know cayenne crowing raditz sphinx any of these players any of these top players becca Afu, can 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 scara have uh you know 10 smurfs in the top 10 and take all of those points and if they can um to deny points so it's one thing to deny points right like you want to secure your main account right and the in the top whatever And maybe this says this in the rule so maybe before i comment i'll look uh after non-competitive weeks lowest points dropped
0: that's the same thing okay i don't i don't see um
2: i don't see anything initially that's like you can't have smurf in the top 10 as well so we've see we see players who have multiple accounts in the top 10 or top 50 on on ladder right so it's a zero sum game, right? Uh every every single um spot that is um you know taken up by a smurf is someone not is someone at the bottom not getting five points, right? Every extra account that um you know Soju or Jay Shrita has in the top three hundred on the ladder is number 301 302 303 etc not getting the five points now does that matter does i mean are the like are the the you know the 200 you know the top 500 to 300 people are they in the contention anyway like if i i am imagining uh i'm imagining that the people who are grinding out um multiple accounts into the top 50 or top 10 or whatever, they're making it anyway, right? So does it really matter? So two things. Does it matter for them to have a second account to essentially deny a spot in the top 10 to someone else? Like if if Solus has two top 10 um, accounts, that means someone, you know, another player that's number 11 doesn't get a spot, right? Does it matter to them as the player with the Smurf accounts to do that? And then number two, um, does it hurt people really? Cause like if, cause like he can't qualify twice, right? Like if, even if he, even if Sola, I'm just going to use Solas from now on just for the sake of example. So I don't have to keep naming different people. um, does uh like solace can't take two spots in the tournament right so does that just default to the next person below him so it doesn't really matter anyway um but like if you start let's let's push it to the extreme what if what if solace had 50 accounts in the top 100 then what happens that's pushing a lot of people. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering how Smurfs are factored into this. Do they just essentially get eliminated and it just goes down the line and it doesn't really matter? That's probably the best way to do it, right? I'm just curious um, how that uh, how that's going to work. But we'll see for sure how that works. Um, but overall, I mean, I think it's great. I, I'm glad that there's a, an incentive to ladder. B it's incentivizing you to play more ladder, not just to be in the top, but also you have to play. You can't sit on your rank. Um, and then see, there's also like one of the problems with that style of event is that let's say you have a bad week, right? Solus gets, you know, top 300 for some reason he falls super low. Um, I'm imagining that the people who are in the top, who place top 10. I would say that I, if I had to make a guess. Of the 12 people, I think it's 12, right? I'm just going to say 12 for if I'm wrong. Correct me uh, later. I'll make an addendum next episode of
0: the 12 people who clap, qualify from ladder. Or is it less than that? Is it. regional? Okay, wh- wh- whichever of the
2: however many people that qualify from ladder, I would imagine all of them are going to be. I-, I would imagine all except maybe one, maybe one, if I had to guess. Of those people who are going to qualify, uh, those all but one will be within the top 25 on the first week. I don't think that there's going to be a, um, I don't imagine though it would be really cool and a really cool storyline to talk about and see. I don't think that there's going to be someone who comes out of obscurity and misses the first week and then just spikes number one and just holds it every week from then on out. It can happen mathematically it can happen. I think it's unlikely now this can this can push people though that this is where like it, it, this is where it gets exciting is that it pushes people to be at the top. Um, what it kind of does that I don't like is on the opposite side is that if you are like one or two weeks behind, it is very, very hard to come back. And while some people may see that as a challenge and be like, okay, well, if I just hold top 10, the rest of the way out, I'm going to make it. Um, it also you get to a point where it's either you're mathematically out or you are very unlikely to be, uh, to not be out. So you just give up and don't play at all. Um, which is kind of a feel bad. That's how Hearthstone to me felt. Not that I was ever really making any big ladder pushes. Um, but it was always like, yeah, I'm at like a point where I'm like, you know, top 500 or like, I'm like legend number, like, you know 1053 it's like do i really want to push for a top 500 it's like i could um do i want to push for this uh, and then and then it also creates the like you can get really far ahead and then you like because there's like a set time that they talked about in the article that it cuts off it's like well do i like you basically need to play up to that point and see, like, okay, do I need to get another win? Do I need do I have enough time? Do I do I sit on it? Do I need, and like I just kind of hate that a little bit. It's a little bit less like it. It like there is a cutoff, right? But it's like less of a. It's less of a um, like a an easy definitive cutoff. It's like oh, there's some nebulous, and it's like oh, someone's finishing a game, and it's like. Or like if this if, you know, this person gets a bunch of LP here and I lose and I'm out. But I can say it's a there's a lot of that. And I kind of I low key kind of hate that, though. I don't have to worry about that because I'm not going to push for this. I'm <laughs> Just saying, I'm not going to push for it. So. um, uh, They do kind of levy a little bit of it by the fact that they drop your lowest placement. So that's a good thing um it makes it a little bit more attainable if you are off a week or you have a bad week or whatever it's attainable but also like it again i think that this style like very heavily indexes towards the best players which is what it's supposed to do it's you're going to need to put a lot of time and effort and work into this if you want to get it that's what that's basically what it boils down to which is what it should be right Um, But I think it very quickly becomes unattainable by a lot of people. And like even the dream of it being attainable goes away very quickly for a lot of people. When we see, oh, Solus has top 10 the first three weeks. Well, I'm never catching him. It's like, oh, well, also five other people did. Oh. Because it's the same five people. Now, again, that might make the top 25 hyper-competitive, which would be really cool. And if that's the case, and depending on how Riot displays this, like I would love just like uh, I I don't, I mean, I, I would like a write up. I think it would be cool if the, if Riot did like a little write up of the weekly, like just like, oh, here were the changes and you know, so-and-so jumped ahead. Even if they don't do that, I mean, I low-key would just do it. Um, I just need the data, right? I just need an easy way to see it. So I want an easy way to see the, the, the data and maybe that's just lol chess and I just need to look at it. Um, but that, that I think is a really cool weekly story to talk about. So, uh, again, just thinking out loud, I think that's a good idea. Let, let, let me know, uh, in discord if you like that idea or not. I think it's a really cool idea. So, um, overall for what it's worth, I think it's good. It's good stuff. Good changes. I'll put a bow on, I'll, uh, put a pin in that for now, um, and save the rest of the discussion for when, uh, boop is on. So. We will um, wait for that, but I am going to um, go on a break now, and when I return, I'll talk about some more stuff. We'll see. I'll be back. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest all open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and you'll receive a new welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to bluechew.com. Bluechew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping, again, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W dot Promo code BLUEWIRE. All right, I'm back from the break. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I sure did. In reality, it was about three seconds, and I just came right back. But we have our commercial break. Um, so, wanted to talk about uh, a couple other things that have been going on. Uh, as I mentioned before, Boop and I... Uh, casted the Cruise Arena Invitational uh, alongside Deathblow and Kenobi, who many of you know from the Discord, or Kenobi actually did uh guest hosted a show on the on the podcast. Uh Deathblow is my longtime podcast co-host uh for one of my other podcasts, High Noon Podcast, uh and has also been casting uh a bunch of TFT with me. Uh so really cool event. And again, shout outs to Bemi who in, many of you know from game night in the discord uh, who organized the event and shout outs to Elka uh, Cruz, who has a really cool uh, just like a really cool uh, product that we used um, to stream the event. So was really cool. But uh, we also saw in terms of events, we saw another giant slayer event. The Starside invitational featured many players that, you know, including Becca, uh, Ine, uh, Kroen, Kurum, Kiyun. Um, I believe this was in partnership with a Chinese company um that I'm not sure of the name on, but I should look it up because I am cool like that. Um Hexing Global, yes, there we go. Yes, there are another esports. Um they are an esports uh company yes the east and west connected esports event solutions markets and development yeah i believe it's a chinese company um but there was the starside invitational and again i'm going to save the commentary on the event for when Boop is on but i can give you some results here uh in the final so this was a multi this was a multi evening event um uh so this was the final lobby but we had kayun in first kuram uh, Kayun Kurum, and Kroen, so the, the, the K names, uh, rounding out the top three, followed by Hooty, Shendu, uh, Ine, uh, Honglian, and then, unfortunately, Becca, uh, did not fare very well in the final, um, the final lobby, but those are your scores from the Starside Invitational, um, and while that was going on, uh on Thursday we still had Fight Night, which Boop casted, so I'll I'll save the comments for that. But uh that was a uh I believe Boop was mentioning we had an all-time high point scorer uh in that lobby. So that was really cool. Um so yeah, TFT's just been uh it's been fun. It's been crazy. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of debate, uh, as always, as people talking about power level of things and, uh, you know, legitimacy or illegitimacy of hyper rolling and three star comps. And Ube and I talked about it a bit last week, but I just want to and I've actually we've talked about this for since set one. I just want to put it out there is my general um, belief and uh, opinion. I like hyper roll comps. I like comps where there's three-star champions. I like it to be a legitimate strategy. Now, I I like it to be a legitimately good strategy to go for. Now, do I want it to be the only good one? No. I also don't think that it's the only good one right now. I think uh, many people are saying, even though we talked about it a bunch last week, about how Boop and I can't really run this comp very well, Brawler Blasters is one of the better comps. If not the best comp in the game right now. So... Um, that, and that's not a hyper roll comp. So, I I just, I think a lot of people are, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, a unit like Poppy or a unit like Darius, maybe it's a little bit overtuned, just like some of the other units are overtuned over the years. I don't think, like, people... People don't like the, whatever the strongest thing is. It's always been the case. Name me a comp where people were like, oh, this comp is okay. And it was the like the where the best comp was something people didn't complain about. I'll wait. Actually, I won't wait because we'll be here forever. Uh, everyone, or at least the general consensus. People will not necessarily the general consensus. People will chirp and and hate whatever the strongest comp is. Is it Blender? That gets nerfed. Okay, well, then it's a Azir and Friends is too strong. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Jinx Brawler in set one is too strong. Okay, get uh, that, we hate it. Um, you know, it, it, people hate the best comps in the game, and it's the same in, in other games too. People always hate what's strongest because you lose to it and you hate what you lose to. There's no way to make it so that everything is exactly equal or if like where everything is exactly equal and has a hundred percent, uh, a hundred percent. Same play rates and everything has a 50% win rate. That game is called chess and it's not that fun. Uh, I don't want to play chess. If I did want to play chess and did want to do a podcast about chess, I would do that. And I choose not to because I don't have fun playing those games they are not fun. Um, people are also complaining about uh, the randomness and the galaxies and this and that. It's like, you know what? They're like, do you understand what game you're playing? Do you know what game you're playing with t f t like t f t is a game where the main mechanic is is a auto automated fights. It's called an auto battler, and uh the shop is random it i don't like I feel like people don't think about what they want, what like, they don't think about the thing that they're asking for when they ask for it. It's like, Oh, we want less randomness. It's like, do you though? I would imagine that a lot of the people who ask for less randomness would, it would be to their detriment (laughs) because I think better players are going, it's going to again, skew more towards the better players doing better. And I think a lot of people who are asking for these things aren't uh aren't going to be the ones that are benefiting from it i think we're going to find a lot of people who realize that they maybe are are supposed to be in plat you know like (laughs) that 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 they aren't actually grandmaster players because if they were they probably would be i think it's a lot less it's a lot less random in a macro sense and a lot uh than than people think it is because we see if it were truly very random, we wouldn't see Solus in the top lobbies every time. We wouldn't see all these players that we've been ta- that I've been talking about uh, in the top of the ladder every time. It would just be a random smattering of people, right? So, um, I, I just think it's it's ridiculous. And you know, obviously, being a content creator for the game, I see it all around. I can only imagine what Mort Dog has to deal with because I see it on his stream whenever I get in people just complaining about it incessantly, And it's just like, I just, I just don't understand. Um, I just don't understand the, the complaining. I really don't. Because like I get people want to have a solid, like, but it it's just very interesting because I feel like it's a dog chasing a car scenario where it's like, People they keep barking at it. They keep barking at this. They keep barking at this. But they don't even know what they would want. They don't even know what they want, or they think they do. But I I I imagine they're wrong about it. But I'll leave it at that because I didn't actually mean to go on a whole tirade about this. I just am trying to talk about something uh, for the next few minutes before we cut it. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. So I, I'm curious what you guys think uh, about this current meta. I think it's it's funny. The na- Some of the names are funny. You know, we've got Willy Wonka, we've got Slash Bros, we've got uh, Pikachu, we've got Shredder, we've got uh, all these different comp names, which are kind of funny. Some of the or- original names that people come up with are stupid, but uh, they get they get fixed overall. Um, but yeah, so hey, I'm curious what you guys are what you guys are thinking about TFT right now. We're kind of in that a little bit of a lull right now where it's like uh, the new set's been out for a while. We're getting new galaxies every couple of weeks. It's like, could use a little infusion, a couple more units. And I think that that's, what's going to happen. Uh, you know, they've talked about there being bigger, more impactful, um, content releases. So that'll be cool. Um, I mean, I think just thinking about like playing TFT, I'm ecstatic every time there's a galaxy. Granted, I'm not playing professionally, but I'm exta- I'm happy. I'm I'm disappointed every time I see a normal galaxy. I want the different galaxy. It just makes it more fun. What get what, what what the way I think about it is when I was playing the most TFT in you know set one and set two was in the beginning of both of those sets, right? Uh, and like grinding, trying to get get rank and whatnot. But like you get to a point where you feel like you're in sort of a uh like a fixed rhythm and it's like okay well you are once you get to a point where you feel like okay well i just need to always pick this unit i need to always do this and always do that and get to a point uh where you're playing the same comps over and over again even if it's a cycle of like three or four comps it just gets boring Any game gets boring when you play it repetitively over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. That's the beauty of TFT in my mind, is that it takes a long time for that to happen because there's so much uh, inherent difference in the games. The galaxies make that better for me. People, on the one hand, people are complaining about how the game is too random, but on the other hand, people are complaining about how everything's too the same. It's like, which do you want? You you know you, do you, like do you not see how that's how there's a contradiction there? Um, so I I take that with a grain of salt, but I think the galaxies make the game more fun. It's different. Um, if I were playing hundreds of games a week or even dozens of games a week, I would want I want galaxies. It makes the game more fun set 2 got to a point where everything was relatively predictable you were going a, a one you know three different comps and like th- while i do think that this meta has more variety of comps than normal even if it were the same comps it's like well that those comps change when you're in a Lilac galaxy you have a completely different game plan those change when you're in a medium legends when you're in a trade sector when you're in a this or that, that that like they are making market different changes and i think it's not only fun it it is uh allows you to flex your knowledge and your um ability to adapt even more so than the regular game so i think it's good i have no complaints right now again i'm not playing competitively or professionally so take it with a grain of salt but i've been having a ton of fun galaxies are fun um it's all good so let me know what you think in the Discord again, Discord.me slash little legends podcast. I'm gonna call it guys. Um again, we'll save uh I really just wanted this to kinda you know be not not a placeholder episode, but more of a catch up episode. How are you guys doing? Good, good to hear. Good to hear. See, so you're supposed to answer there. That's why I gave it a little pun. Po- yeah, you guys you, you guys don't get it. Um but uh yeah, I'm gonna call it there. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Um again. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, with the regular show. Uh, make sure you guys are in the discord again, discord.me slash little legends podcast game night, uh, whether I'm there or boop is there or not, you can use the discord, uh, nine Eastern discord.me slash little legends podcast. There will be people there who will help you, uh, help you guys get in and play. And, um, It will be fun. But, guys, thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, make sure you're following us uh, on all the social media platforms at LIL Legends Pod on Twitter. Um, Again, the Discord, of course. Uh, Patreon, if you do want to support us. Patreon.com slash Little Legends Podcast. But that is going to be it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. And we'll talk more about what's coming in the world of Teamfight Tactics.